You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. That guy who dropped the ball is the reason the Kardashians are famous Kardashians because... Are famous. Ha! Yeah, no, that's Mike Vrabel, a Stanley Steamer carpet cleaner, dude. You know, he'll steam over some of the shittiest carpets you've ever seen. And Brando. Talking bills with your family could be like talking politics. Sometimes if Tremaine Edmonds' contract comes into discussion. On Buffalo Rumblings. Welcome. It's not another Buffalo podcast. Pretty much the uh, the post game show here. I'm here with my buddy Pat. Brando's at the stadium right now. He's working hard. So uh, Pat and I thought we'd hop on here for just a couple minutes and uh, kind of run down that game. Uh, we were hoping it was going to be a blowout and we could uh, do this during the fourth quarter. But man, after after a game where the offense looked pretty good and we were really happy with how things were turning out, it came down to the last play. Like how how nervous were you? when Baker put that put that throw in the air and they had a chance. It's like PTSD. Yes. Well, it was, it was just a straight, because I didn't see it go off Christian Benford's helmet, like watching it in real time and then watching it. It, it reminded me of that Titans game that we lost a couple of years ago where... We had oh, you're ball. talking about the, the last touchdown from, from yes. you know, from Evans and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm talking about like the Helm area at the end where... Oh, yeah, I mean, had know, Chris Godwin they, turned left instead of right. We're sitting here right. just like, why do I even root for this team? But, <laughs> right. I think we just would have quit this episode and been like, nah, it's all right. But, but no, I mean, a lot to like about this game. I mean, uh, for as many disappointments as we've had this season, you know, Kyer Elam is being inactive and Josh Norman, I mean, cool special teams tackle, but I don't think that anyone was like, it'll be a success if Josh Norman comes on this team this year. I think that's kind of admitting that Kyrie Elam is a, is a massive miss and it might be dealt at the trade deadline, honestly, if they can get anything for him at all. I think a sixth round pick would be something at this point. But, you know, on a day like that where a lot of things go wrong, you you get like one or two pleasant surprises. How about like Shakir? Shakir had a career day, right? Yeah, and, I think uh, he caught the first three passes of the game, if I recall. Um, yeah, yeah. Really started hot on that first drive. Went six for 92 for the entire game. Davis, nine for 87. That's got to be a career high in receptions. And I I was very surprised about how they used both those guys. Obviously, Shakir got most of the snaps out of the slot. Hardy and Sherfield combined for zero catches in this game, which I think is also notable. But Shakir obviously getting those slot reps and targets. And Davis getting used in the short passing game, that's something that we haven't seen. He's usually downfield, but he was running quick seams. He was running slants. He was running, you know, relief routes underneath. And I I kind of liked it. Like, he is physical right after the catch more so than guys like Diggs, where Diggs kind of just goes down, right? So, yeah, I, you know, I I don't know if this is... 
11 personnel because Dawson Knox is injured. I mean, they ran pretty much exclusively 11 personnel, except for when David Edwards was on the field and he's just an offensive lineman. So it's not really true 12 personnel or anything like that. But what do you think was the the key for the Bills offense getting their mojo back and, and Josh Allen going over 300 yards? Do you think it was like more 12 personnel or do you think it was like the hurry up kind of tempo that they were running? Well, I mean, starting the game with tempo like that, I thought was cool. And I mean, obviously, you know, us, whatever, uh, armchair, general manager, coach, analyst, <laughs> like, we, we, you know, anyone would say, why aren't you, you know, increasing the tempo? And why aren't we doing more no huddle stuff? So it was cool to see that. I felt like also it was kind of interesting watching Josh going back to, you know, taking what the defense gives him. I mean, granted, yes, there were a lot of like, you know, quick slants, quick outs. There were a couple quick outs where I was like, oh my God, Stefan Diggs is going to die right now. But um, like yeah. I, I felt like also it was pretty well balanced again and protection wise. I mean, how many times did Josh get sacked? Once, twice? I mean, yeah, maybe once or twice. And, that, and yeah. that one play at the end. Oh, goodness. Was it at the end of the second? No, it was the end of the third quarter. It was just kind of a fluke anyways. But yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, you mean the interception down? In no, no. End? He got there was a sack where we should have just ran the ball out or yeah, just like let the clock run out. So the quarter would would end. I believe it's the end of the third yeah. quarter if you go back. But that's yeah, the only sack I sure. can think of in the game. So, yeah, it, it's, it's weird that this game was close, because obviously, if you looked at the box score and the yards for each team, you'd probably be like, OK, the Bills probably won this game and cleared the spread, which they did not. By the way, I can't remember. Did you send yeah. you sent me your picks? Did you pick Bills, the Bills, Bills to cover to win, or not no? to cover? Oh, my God. It's, it's working out for you. Hey, also, Pat, I wanted to update you. We'll get to this in the next segment, actually. And uh, you'll those of you listening, it's kind of in reverse order. Brando and I recorded Brando's bets and game picks yesterday to get half of the episode out of the way so I could edit it and not have to stay up too late tonight because, again, I'm, I'm jet lagged. It feels like three in the morning for me right now. So uh, it's, it's going to be rough. But anyway, Pat. You uh you killed us in the game picks. You went four and two, and Brandon and I both went zero and six. So uh, not only did you get four games up on us to to kind of catch back up and get into the uh, the race, but you're not the only person to go zero and six anymore. So Brandon and I have both done it, and we did it in the same week. So uh, well, it's a know, real race again. Yeah, game of parody. I mean, it was interesting too. I, I thought it, it was interesting too. At the end of the game, I felt like we really only brought four for a majority of the game, which was kind of relieving to see. You know, really, you know, a lot of hurries, a lot of pressures and stuff. So, the, yeah. I mean, obviously I, at the end we're bringing the house, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. There were times that they were bringing five guys. You know, Terrell Bernard was coming on blitzes. And, you know, even like that, I think that, I don't know if it was the first drive of the game. Terrell Bernard comes on a blitz and gets a tipped pass. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I think this is definitely the team to do this against. There are obviously guys that are well more well-equipped down the line, other quarterbacks that are going to do better against that than than Baker and, and his offensive line. But yeah, I liked it. It seemed like they were in the backfield for every play, which is what you want to see from pressure. You don't want to see somebody drop back and have three or four seconds to throw every single time. And I think they, they definitely accomplished that. And some good defensive so. back play too. I felt like Christian Benford. There were a couple plays really where there were some amazing pass breakups. I mean, and obviously yeah. that, that one off his helmet's going to be on the highlight reel tomorrow but like I, I felt like he played really well I and you were talking yeah, about definitely. no catches for you know Trent Sherfield or Deontay Hardy but that punt return was big um in the he first had a couple well. he looked really good yeah. a lot well, of them he got did have a couple two, he had two. a couple that got called back yeah yeah exactly he, he probably had 60 punt return yards negated by holding penalties but he looked really I think this was his best performance punt returning like he looked really shifty he had that massive cutback 
on one of the kick returns and uh, just looked amazing. So I'm good with that. Um, one of the other things, it, it's funny that this game was close and trying to dissect why it was close, even though it felt like the Bills I mean, were dominating. It was, it was the, the Jordan Phillips time. effect. He was going too hard. There's just a little <laughs> time. For, well, when you think about it, honestly, that last drive, I mean, th- those were some questionable penalties that, I mean, I, I won't say that the Taron Johnson one was questionable. I mean, he was, he was, he was, he was mugging that man. But like Jordan Phillips <laughs> on the on the face mask, I felt like was, I don't know, yeah, it probably could have been avoided. And then tough. Jordan Phillips, why are you batting that ball up in the air on the two-point conversion also is what I thought as well. Like, I mean, I, right. I'm sure he yeah. wasn't trying to do that, but like, I don't know. It was just a very strange sequence of events. So, yeah. Again, it's nice to be in a spot where you can have critical plays go wrong and still pull out a win, right? But it's like, you know, sequences like where the Bills were down by the goal line and they're in shotgun again from the one yard line and people are like, okay, Ken. Ken Dorsey, why we I thought we talked about this last week. Why why are we doing this? And I I had this thought. I don't know if this is I highly doubt that this is what was going through Ken Dorsey's head. He was probably just like run the next play, had an idea in mind wasn't really thinking about it, you know, cause I, everyone on, you know, us couch quarterbacks are like, run the tush push, you know, do, do the brotherly shove quarterback sneak, get somebody behind him with, with big legs, like Latavius Murray or something like that. Yes. Well, don't um, give Latavius that, the ball, Mr. Fricking seven yards on five <laughs> carries, but, but I think that that was the play that Brock Purdy got injured on this past week. Brock Purdy, I think is out with a concussion this week or is at least still in concussion protocol, probably won't return to play this week against Cincinnati. I think they're playing, but took a late hit from a linebacker when he was trying to try for that extra yard. So I don't know if they were protecting against that. Again, I'm not trying to give Ken Dorsey an excuse or anything like that, but maybe that was, that was in the thought process there. But also, you know, I thought it was really funny. The second play of the game, we saw Josh Allen with the QB draw, which is something that has not been called all this year, you know, the whole emphasis has been on, okay, Josh, we don't want you to run. We want to preserve you. We want to win on schedule. We want quick throws. We want, you know, in structure, Josh, and they draw up the play that all the fans want to see. Like is as much as every single team is always in press conferences. Like, yeah, we don't, we don't hear any of the outside noise. We don't subscribe to narratives. We don't do anything like that. Like, did that not seem like a direct response to, I don't know if just the interests of the fan base align with well, what probably the team wants also, to do. Probably also a catalyst for winning the game. Yes. But yeah. I yeah. mean, well, cause and what does Marv Levy say? If you, if you start listening to the fans, you'll end up sitting with them or whatever. So, I mean, I, I, right. don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know if, you know, there's, I, I just think that, you know, ultimately you can only save Josh for so long until he actually need his legs to win a game. So, you know. yeah, exactly. And and maybe this is like, I, maybe this is a Josh psychology thing above all else. I mean, what did he used to say? Like he used yeah, he liked to, to get hit. That was like how he, he liked like, to get hit to get locked into a game like that. He, he likes that first contact. I mean, he, he's that kind of guy. You're not going to make him into something else. You just have to get the most out of his, out of his strengths and get him going, get him going on the ground. He's not going to get injured on those runs. He's going to get injured because he gets hit awkwardly in the pocket or yeah. takes a shove there, while there he's rolling a, ru- there was a nice, know, left or something like that. There's a nice couple slides that he took too. Yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, so. it, what a world we live in where we cheer for slides and, and Josh Allen, the entire stadium does because they're like, get down, Josh, get down. You know, whenever he, whenever he does slide, we're like, yes, 
You did. <laughs> I, w- I will say also, I, I thought something that was interesting is like, you don't think about it in real time, but is it Shaq Lawson? I think it is Shaq Lawson with that blocked field goal really being a difference. In the yeah. Game he as got well. a paw on it. I think yeah. it was Shaq Lawson. He got a paw on it. So. Yeah. That, that's, that comes into play towards the end of the game too. That's, that's crazy. I thought, I thought the kicker just totally whiffed on it. That yeah. And then, uh, the holder was throwing a helmet in that play there. Oh, how did that is, uh, I mean, I, I guess if it's Miles Garrett, you get ejected from the game because you're a, a mountain of a man. But if you're just if you're just the holder on a on a kick, <laughs> apparently, you just like he would never. Yeah, I, I have no idea. They picked helmet up the flag on too. that. They, that was I know that, that's, that was a bizarre that's sequence. Crazy. I think he might be seeing a fine from the NFL this week. But uh, yeah, that was a little bit of a head scratcher. Anyway, before we finish up here. Next four games before the bye week coming up, we have Cincinnati, Denver, the Jets, and Philly. What record would you be happy with coming out of that? And what record would make you disappointed and severely worried about this team even making the playoffs? I think we got to go at least two and two. So like our murderers row. I mean, preferably, preferably, you know, three and one, but uh, we'll see. I mean, I feel I mean like- okay, so yeah. Yeah, so what what does two two and two put us at? So we're seven what, and five, five and three now, seven and five? Yes. They've been worse. Seven and six was the thirteen seconds yeah. year. Right? Yes. I mean, I mean and, but then and, you you gotta go on a run after that, right? Well, but, I mean so we do we still have that Chiefs game in Kansas City we're not even thinking about yet. We gotta play the Dolphins again. Last, right. last game of the season. I think so. In Buffalo. Yeah, I think that's the last game of the season. So and, I mean I there's still a lot of I, I feel like we match up pretty well against the Eagles, which will be a good good test to see where we're at. And like, obviously I guess, you know, we, we really have no idea like week to week what, what this team is going to do. And I, I don't think any of us expected what happened in Miami to happen in Miami. So I'm going to hold out hope, but I mean, if we go three and one, that would be great. Two and two at the worst. But if we, if we go zero and four in this, if we lose to the Denver Broncos, I, I gonna no, Yeah. I don't think anyone's chalking that up. I mean, I guess no one would have chalked up the Patriots loss either, but yeah, no, I, you can call the season over if they lose to Denver. Like I, I'm, <laughs> I don't like to overreact to things, but I, I don't think that's going too far. Like Russell Wilson of late, if you lose to that guy, like I, you know, I think we all just might check out, but anyway, I, I think, yeah, two and two might even be disappointing in that stretch. I know Cincinnati and Philly are both tough opponents, but you'd like to split between those two and you you'd like to say that Denver and the jets are teams that you should win against at this point. If you are a playoff team, like yes. if you're not, you know, you might go one and one against those, but then, then what are you as a team? So now's the time to get it together. The gap is narrowed. You don't have that much room for error at this point. If you've already dropped three games. So yeah, two and two, two and two, I think would be mildly disappointing. I, I think three and one is, is kind of what I expect out of that stretch. I mean, we'll um, see. But, but, I mean, two two elite wide receivers, dare I say, with average quarterback play. And we, I mean, if we look at the stats here, I think, what did Mike Evans have? Three for thirty nine and a touchdown. Oh God. Yeah. Let me see. So his, his lowest his lowest receiving total of the year. So, which is crazy too, because before that they were saying, oh, my, you know, Mike Evans has never he's only been held to less than ten yards. In a in a game like five times, he just played like one hundred and fifty games, and then. <laughs> But yeah, so we have Chris Godwin. I mean, if you're holding them to combined under 100 yards, I mean, that's a that, that's a good sign heading into Cincinnati, you know, with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, arguably, you know, it, if the not best the best wide receiver, yeah, then probably duo, second trio best duo in the league. Yeah, yeah. So. 
I agree with you. All right, well, we will see what team shows up next week in primetime against Cincinnati. Uh, stay tuned after the break. We're going to do our game picks with Brando and Brando's bets, and that's that's all up to date because it's centered on the NFL weekend and stuff like that coming up. So uh, Bills win, celebrating a Bills win. It'll be a victory Friday when this comes out, and you get to watch Red Zone all weekend with a Bills win already in the bag, which is, you know, the goal of anything, right? So stick with us. Uh, we'll be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back. I am uh, jet lagged out of my mind, and I'm here with Brando. This is not another Buffalo podcast. This is likely going to be the second segment on our podcast coming out this Friday. So what you probably just heard was me and Pat breaking down the game. So this is kind of in reverse chronological order, not to confuse everybody. But we're recording this Wednesday night, and we had to get some of it done before because it's going to be tough recording after the game and editing it. So we wanted to minimize that. Anyway, we're making our game picks and Brando's bets, which is our normal Friday episode, but also breaking down the game afterwards because... that's what we do. Brenna, how are you doing? You, you and Pat did a great job holding on the episode on Wednesday. I, I had a good time editing that on the uh, on the plane back into the country. We hope we didn't give you too much work to edit out, you know, keep you a little bit busy Not at on all. the flight, Not at all. but nothing too crazy. Honestly, I'm, I'm just, you know, five hour flight, just trying to kill time. Yes. Honestly, it's better editing. What am I going to do? Watch, you know, whatever movies are on there. I mean, I actually wasn't too bad. There were pretty good movies on there. <laughs> What's a go to movie on a flight? Because you want something that's, that's a good not question. short. It's got to be decently time consuming. Yeah, and it has to be like very. It has to draw you in, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't want to like watching familiar movies that yeah. I've watched before on planes. I mean, I guess there's something comforting, but you get distracted. Yeah. You know, you're not really watching the movie. I like, I like, give me like a documentary or something like that that yeah. I'm like, and like, yeah, that's probably a nerdy answer or something like that's that. That's all right. But. I usually will give myself. I'll look around at my laptop and at the movies that like just came out, and I will buy one. That's one of my few times that I would actually buy a movie and download it for flight but yeah i do have something to say to all of our listeners out there now if this game was great yeah we destroyed them now if this game is bad fire everybody <laughs> right all right <laughs> that's my hot, take on the game insert, yeah. insert hot take here yeah yeah well i have some really good stories about being in iceland and and watching the game with icelandic bills fans did you, you follow uh, stuff like that yeah there's an iceland bills backers bar dude it cool. was a 12 minute walk from where we were staying and uh, it was awesome and uh, i want to tell that story when i'm much more present and less jet lagged and my body doesn't think it's like <laughs> two in the morning or i'm whatever, sure pat so. would like to hear it also yeah yeah we'll talk about yeah. that with pat on the next episode and stuff like that honestly so getting into our game picks here i wish pat was here for this he's going to text in his picks this week Pat kind of killed this dude this is a uh there's a couple of firsts on here and and none of them are good for for either of us i was filling out the scoreboard because so dude obviously I, I watched just the bills game this past week right i wasn't seeing other games i wasn't watching red zone like i normally did i was i was checked out of the rest of the nfl i just caught the bills game because you know we're you know we're in iceland we got stuff to do it was a miracle that i could just get to the bills game and uh Wow, stuff did not fall our way at oh, all. Sorry, I said to Pat on our show on Monday, 
This was the worst week for me of all time in all sports. I went over three, I think, in fantasy football. I hit zero bets. All I, did I go over six on the game picks? Yeah, we did. Oh, we, did. we went over six. I went over everything, and it was bad. I just remember sitting there. I watched the game with my mom and grandma. I was just like, this is terrible. This is terrible. I needed six more points from San Francisco 49ers defense to win one fantasy match. Didn't get it. So 0 for 3. That's brutal. So yeah, my fantasy teams, two of them are are not not looking that great at this point due to injuries and stuff like that. So I, I lost those two games pretty handedly. The one that I won, though, I was worried because after the early window, I had three players score 20 points on my bench. <laughs> And I was like, oh, God, this is like the worst. You know, yeah. and it worked out. I, I won. I had players, you know, starters and stuff like that. But so I, I have like one stacked fantasy team and two really lame ones. That's funny. But that's uh, that's how we're working out this year. Anyway, this is our both of our first times going 0 and 6. Like <sighs> Pat was the only one to have ever accomplished that feat last year. Welcome. And uh, I believe he's still the only person who's gone 6 and 0, which is hilarious. <laughs> he, uh, he also himself, left like, T Higgins on a bye. In his lineup. Yeah, no. If if he loses one game in fantasy, he checks out of that league. So you can still see there's one that he's somewhere up in the standings that he's still paying attention to, but he he's left that other team. He only on, lost uh, by twenty, but his highest bench performer was fifteen. So I went and checked, and I was like, "This guy, Pat, I'm going to call you now because <laughs> you need to start. Yeah. You need to you need to be a spoiler for us winning teams to to sneak into the playoffs." But I know, I know, right? You got to put up a fight, dog. Yeah. Not tanking for next year's picks. Yeah. Anyway, so obviously you and I went 0 and 6. Pat went 4 and 2. Very respect, respectable 4 and 2 on the uh, on the slate for him, which brings him to 17 and 25, still not catching us. Um I'm at 20 and 22, fell below 500 and you're at 19 and 23, just one game back of that. So uh we got some ground to make up this week and I wrote down my picks already and I'm not feeling good about most of them honestly. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm second guessing everything. Why now, is it so, so uh, hard to pick these games this year? And I read somewhere also all these unders are hitting which was there's a there's way more unders that have hit so far through this seven weeks or eight weeks, which also means that the favorites are likely not winning yeah. by full spreads, not covering the spread. They might, they might still be winning. Like good example of that, Cleveland won thirty nine to thirty eight, yep. and they were minus two. Yeah, <laughs> Cleveland scores one more point in a in a thirty nine, you know, and then you know we're not looking at zero and six there, but Vegas crazy. knows Indeed. something. Indianapolis scoring. Can you imagine Indianapolis scoring 38 points on the Cleveland defense and you lost that game? That's, like, that's nuts. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into this. We got a lot to get through and to get through Brenda's bets as well here. So uh, anyway, first up on the docket, we have kind of a big spread here, but it was an AFC East matchup. And so I figured I'd throw it on the docket. New England at Miami. Miami's favored by nine. What are you thinking for this one? No Tyree kill. Who's out for... Is he officially out? Yeah, for like a... The quote was very ominous. It didn't look good. We'll get him back down the line, I think is what Mike McDaniel said. Oof. Don't like that. Nine points is a lot, especially the way both of these teams played last week. I'm going to take the points. Tua's 5-0 and against Bill Belichick. Dolphins... Bill Belichick has not beat him yet, but they made a good point on the radio today. Bill Belichick, his first game plan was pretty good against the Dolphins, but if you saw him against Josh Allen, he kind of figured Josh Allen out last week, like... Maybe he planned all offseason for Josh Allen because Josh Allen had been embarrassing him up to this <laughs> point. So I think the Dolphins are going to win, but it'll be by one score. This is what makes this spread so tough. It's a big spread. Miami, obviously, we'd pick them straight up in this game 10 times out of 10, right? But nine points is a lot. I, I'm I'm still going to pick Miami. Okay. I, 
I don't know if New England, I think, you know, Miami's looking for a bounce back game after that game against the Eagles. New England just won their Super Bowl this past week. So maybe they're, they're coming off that high and, that, and a little bit of letdown Fair after enough. that. Because I, I still think that that roster isn't very good. I, I thought of a good question for you and Pat that we'll have to talk about next time on the episode. And it has to do with Bill Belichick versus uh, Pete Carroll and how those franchises have shook up over the last couple of years post great quarterback play and stuff like that. Anyway. Next up, we have Cincinnati going into San Francisco. San Francisco is three and a half point favorites. This is a good matchup. Uh, do you want me to go first on this one? Yeah, we'll just we'll just rotate it back and forth. Sure. Give, give me the favorite again. That's kind of what screwed me last week. But you know, fool me once, <laughs> you know, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on me again. I'm, fool me, can't be fooled again. I guess so. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, San Francisco. They're looking for bounce back third week in a row. What what if they lost two straight? Is it? Two in a row? I thought it was just one. Maybe it is two. No, I think they've lost the last two weeks in a row. They lost to, uh, I don't know, who knows? Maybe I'm just jet-lagged. Oh, well, my question to you, John, is if you are jet-lagged, have you seen the recent news on Brock Purdy? Because he is out. No, Sam Darnold is starting this game. So I'm going to pick against the Niners. I did not know that. Uh, That's the line even with Purdy out. They updated it today. So I think they play the Bengals, right? Yeah, Purdy in concussion protocol, uncertain versus Cincy. Every quarterback that has entered concussion protocol this season has missed the next game. I saw Adam yep. Schaffler tweet every that. player, every yeah, player, every I think player, every player. Yeah. Yeah. So the last two San Francisco games was an L to the Browns and an L to the Vikings. Wow. Well, they're going to take their third L this week also. Wow. So give me All points. Right. Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati for Brando and points. Mm. I like that. I, 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 I'm going to stick to my guns on that pick. It's, it's two separate picks I'm, for I, us now. I know. That's not good. That means you're going to pass me. That's what that means. Uh, Cleveland at Seattle is next up on the docket. Seattle is three and a half point favorites. Who's playing quarterback for Cleveland? Uh, PJ Walker, I think. He was signed to the active roster. I think I got a notification today. Now, I guess PJ Walker had quite the game. Of course, Pat Pat was up on PJ Walker in our last episode, but I am going to take Seattle at home. If it was in Cleveland, I'd take Cleveland, but I'm going to take Seattle here. Tyler Lockett, Geno Smith, go Hawks. <laughs> JSN. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have Seattle written down for this one too. This was a tough pick because Cleveland's defense, you know, Miles Garrett is having, you know, these monster games, but they still let up how many points. So I'm, I'm going to go with Seattle. Seattle's like a sneaky four and two. Yeah. These past two years, last year, we're talking about them tanking and they come out and make the playoffs. So that that's kind of where I'm, you know, going with that Bill Belichick versus Pete Carroll, you know, getting performances out of their, their rosters and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I like Seattle in that spot. Uh, next up, Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. Jacksonville is two and a half point favorites. Are there any injuries in this one? Because I'm wondering why Jacksonville wouldn't be favored by a little bit more. Steelers win games, man. That's why the Steelers win games. Deontay Johnson's back for Pittsburgh. He had an impact. Kenny Pickett's still Kenny Pickett. Mike Tomlin, I guess, is still <laughs> Mike Tomlin. So, yeah. yeah. That should be. Well, the Kenny Pickett being Kenny Pickett thing isn't a point in their favor, but the other ones are. Yes. Yes, anyway, that's why I threw who, who do you got? Are, are you gonna uh, take I'm the going in this to one too? take Jacksonville. Okay. They are gonna I'm, I'm taking Jacksonville here. too. I've been, I've been working on some fantasy trades and Calvin Ridley has been kind of in the circle of it. So I don't like selling low on players though. Calvin Ridley season low last week. What one catch like 10 yards. I don't know what it was. Stupid. Two points yeah. for fantasy. Um, maybe two catches then. But they've gotten through their slumps with wins unlike our Buffalo Bills. So Watt might be a game breaker, but Travis Etienne, Trevor Lawrence, why I can't think of their these players' names. Trevor Lawrence, Kelvin Ridley, <laughs> Christian Kirk, all these guys, and, and Josh Allen can bring it for Jacksonville too. So give me Doug Peterson, a Super Bowl winning head coach to win this game. Blaine Gabbert, all those guys, you know. <laughs> Slightly older name. All right, well, while we're talking about fantasy here, you got to humor me on this trade that somebody sent me. All right, somebody offered me for Stefan Diggs 
Are you ready for this? Uh-oh. Alexander Madison and Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> oh, is that man. in the league? Don't trade Steven. Is that in the league for the show? No, no. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't poo-poo on one of our listeners. I was gonna say like that it. sounds like Matt's roster, the guy who helps us on the show, because he has Madison and Lawrence, I think, in our show. Really? Yeah. Because like I'll rip on him on the air if that was his trade offer. Because he's one in six. <laughs> And he's trying to yeah, shake no, it up. No. So different, different league. Uh, my team's called R two D bag in that league because I saw the R two. Yeah, no R two D two logo as a uh, possible team. Steph emblem. Diggs, what career high pace in yards right now through seven games? Yeah, what is he wide receiver two in fantasy or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and you're gonna hand me what quarterback ten or something? Stupid. <laughs> wow. Well, you have for anyway, this game? Yeah, I, I said Jacksonville too okay. for that one okay. as well. I'd take him even a little bit more than that. But that's what I was saying last week about like I don't know Detroit. I don't <laughs> oh, that was rough. I don't talk yeah, Brando, yeah, we don't, don't need to recap it. Brando's bets. No. Anyway, next up we have the Jets going into their home stadium to play the Giants. So this is the battle of New York. Who's um, it for? This is kind of, this is kind of a uh, it's kind of a toilet bowl here. What Jets home and Giants. Who's home team? Uh, Giants are home. Interesting. Technically, what so they will percentage? Have the New York emblem in the in the middle of the field yeah. and blue stuff in the stadium. Uh, I'm going to take jets are favored by three, by the I'm way, I'm going to let you go first this time. What were you saying? What percentage of fans are going to be for each team at the stadium? I don't know. I, I think it's whoever's willing to pick up the scalp tickets because nobody wants to see New York football this year for the rest of the year. Unfortunately, and it sucks Two promising football teams at the beginning of this year, but yeah. give me, give me the jets. If the, if the, if the giants score more than seven offensive points in this game, I would be amazed. Okay. That's a good point. I don't know, man. Tyrod plays well all the time. It doesn't matter what defense you put up against him. He will get you to 20. Or no, not Neil. He, he should have. He didn't, he did, he he didn't have do that last week. <laughs> what, they'd probably he put t- up, they won against the commanders, but they only put up 14. So he's pretty consistently then. <laughs> all right, I'll take the Jets. Give me the Jets. You sold me. Oh, man. I didn't want to sell you. <laughs> Dog, Tyrod is a beast. He's going to win this game 31 to zero. You know what? That's he might throw for 200 say. yards and one touchdown and lose by seven. So, yeah. Um, anyway, next up, Tampa Bay at Buffalo is our game of the week. Obviously, this game will have already happened by the time you hear this pick, but we got to write it down on the spreadsheet yeah. beforehand. And Pat will hopefully text it to me before the game or else going to have another blank on the spreadsheet. What's the line uh, at right now? Eight and a half. God, why are, Buffalo. why are they doing this to us? Big spreads, baby. Yeah, but we don't deserve a big spread. Our defense is bad. Did you see the percentage EPA first four weeks, second four weeks from cover one today? The tweet? I, I didn't see that, but uh, I bet it's a stark difference. It was like first in the league or second in the league for the first four weeks, and then they were 28th in the league last couple weeks. That is the Matt Milano, Daquan Jones equation. Trey White. Trey White, too. Ed Oliver. Yep. John Miller. All right. All right. Make your pick before you <laughs> get me all depressed up in here. Know, I don't Give me the bills to cover. I don't like it though. I'm not going to yeah, bet on it. I don't like the line either. No. Well, that's okay. You have to pick the bills. Brand, yeah. Yeah. I have to pick the bills. It's obligatory. Yeah. It's a miracle that this year I'm even still in the running for the top of these picks, having picked the bills every single time against yeah, the spread. How many true. times have the bills covered the spread? Less times than not. Not Let's enough. See. Let's see. Obviously, not the first week. I think they're even against the spread because they didn't cover against uh, the Giants and they still won. So okay. they are they are three and three against the spread. Okay, but sweet. Those are our game picks. We'll fill Pat's in on there as well. We don't actually need to take a break because we'll be taking a break before this whole segment. So uh, let's let's roll straight into Brando's bets here. Mm-hmm. 
time for Brando's Bets. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code NABP. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code NABP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.com. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Oh, I hate starting these Brando's bets coming off of a loss. But like I said, it wasn't just Brando's bets that lost. We lost all six game picks, lost all three fantasy matchups. The Bills lost. We even lost some pride in that game, I think. It's just we got beat up last weekend, and we're going to try to get that back. So I know that we cannot bet on the Bills game for Brando's bets this week. And if I could, I would probably start hammering some Dalton Kincaid. But if you're listening to this, maybe it aged well, maybe it didn't. We'll find out in approximately <laughs> one one day, 24 hours. So I took my Brando's bets to another NFL game this week. One that features something that has never been done before. The first overall pick, the second overall pick, and the third overall pick all playing in the same game the year after they're drafted in their rookie season. So we're looking at Houston and Carolina. Will Anderson, CJ Stroud, Bryce Strong. This has never been done before. But I'm looking at the battle of the quarterbacks, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Now, CJ Stroud has had a hot start to the season. John, this is kind of a good debate. We've seen some ruffles with Frank Wright talking about ownership, wanted this guy and, you know, hands on here and hands off there. But CJ Stroud has clearly outperformed Bryce Young so far. What do you think of these two guys? Well, you know, I'm not going to lie to you and say that I've watched a lot of Houston Texans or Carolina Panthers football this year. But uh, yeah, from the highlights and the stats, it looks like CJ Stroud's having a better season. But I'm not even sure how to compare their offenses, you know. You, you do have weapons like Adam Thielen in Carolina, who has been a fantasy steal for, for me this year, yeah. but I don't know if that's just because he's the best guy that they have. Well, you got Tank right Dell now, in Houston, or right? Right, yeah. So, well, And a couple other guys in, in Houston as well. Yeah. Devin Singletary. Um, yes. Robert Woods. <laughs> for, formidable weapon, Devin Singletary. And yes. uh, yeah, the ghost of Bill's past here. Yes. Bobby Trees. Well, Bobby Trees, that's funny. Uh, I've never heard that before, unless you've said that on what? here before. How have you... D- I, I literally said that like last week. Probably. He wasn't really known as Bobby Trees until after he left the Bills. I think that nickname picked up at a different spot, maybe even when he was in L.A., possibly. So we have another beast mode situation. Yeah, right, because he wasn't beast mode until after he left Well, he was beast mode, but nobody watched him in Buffalo. Right. Well, anyways, my my Brando bet of the week, it it involves the two quarterbacks, and I'm taking C.J. Stroud over one and a half touchdowns in his matchup against Bryce Young. C.J. Stroud over one and a half touchdowns. It comes out to be plus 110. Texans have a good offense. We just talked about it. They have weapons. I don't think Carolina's defense is anything special. So battle the two rookie quarterbacks. Give me CJ Stroud over one and a half touchdown passes. Wow. Brando, only the second time this year we are in plus territory. And if you want a good omen, we hit the last time that we were uh, in plus 109 territory. That was Buffalo Moneyline and Miami Moneyline back in week two. So uh, 
Yeah, maybe we maybe we need a little bit of juiced odds to get us back on track. That's what we yeah. need. I think CJ Stroud has nine touchdowns to one interception, and Bryce Young is like six and four. So good numbers, hot start to a rookie season. We'll see if he can sustain it. But I was thinking about this, John. You know what these two quarterbacks are going to cost their team by the end of like you know you think about what you could buy with the opportunity cost or the draft picks that they gave up for these guys. Like uh, how much in cap space or how much in draft capital? No, just just draft capital. Because if you think about it, both of these teams. So Houston had the one overall. But when they traded back up to number three to get Will Anderson, they gave right. the 12th and another first from from this year. And then when you look at the the Panthers and the Bears, the Panthers gave the Bears their first overall pick. So which it could also end up at the first overall pick. So when you're looking at it, you have your guy, your quarterback, CD Strader, Bryce Young. But the other team now has another quarterback and somebody like Marvin Harrison Jr. that they can add and stack to their roster. So it's just one of those things you need to have a quarterback in the NFL but like, look what it costs you to get it. And it just blows my mind. And you hope that none of these two bust for their franchise. But if they do, it's going to set them back a long time. Yeah. And not like you can compare yourself to the worst all the time to make you feel better. But if you're those teams, don't you kind of look at the Deshaun Watson contract and draft capital and kind of make yourself feel better? The amount that yeah. they invested in that is definitely three first, three first round picks and two picks yeah. on top of that. And the, yeah. the biggest guaranteed salary in NFL history. Like yeah. what a joke of a contract. Stupid. I feel bad. I feel bad for Browns fans. That was an yeah. entire, you know, that conversation was for last off season, yeah. but yeah. Well, that's true. And the 13th overall pick that they traded for Will Anderson was part of the Watson trade. So it oh, is playing with, with fun money, but I just was looking at them like, wow, these quarterbacks are going to cost their franchises a ton in talent at the end of the day for getting their quarterback. It's just, right. it's, it's so hard. We got so lucky. But, exactly. But what do you have if you have a stacked roster and no quarterback? The Jets. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I don't know. Houston just, did, I don't think they needed to make that trade for Will Anderson to, yeah, to give up your one this year. Probably not. That was a head yeah. scratcher, but yeah. But anyways. anyways, all right, sweet. Well, we're going to get out of here and uh, hopefully the bills won and you made it this far in the podcast. Cause if they lost and everyone's mad and we're just sitting here making our game picks, I can understand why you wouldn't make it through an entire episode of this, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had fun. Uh, we'll get Pat back on next week to talk about uh, a little bit about the NFL weekend and stuff like that. Go around. And then next week, uh, what do the Bills even have up next week? I can't keep track of this. They would have the Cincinnati Bengals in prime All right. time. All right. That's going to be a Monday night football game, correct? In Cincinnati. It's, it's either Sunday night or Monday night. One of those two. Cool. All right. Uh, it well, might be we'll... Sunday night, and then they play the Broncos Monday night the following week. Gotcha. Yep. No more uh, Sunday 1 p.m. games until uh, December. So Mr. H is going to be struggling with the schedule. That's yeah. cool. Well, we'll all get through it together. So we'll all of Western <laughs> New York, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you guys know where to find us on uh, all platforms at Not Buff Podcast. Hopefully the Bills won last night. And uh, until next time, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.